Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast, your go-to podcast for creating your dream life. I'm your host, Lexi Prieto, and I hope you're ready to enter your luckiest era ever. Welcome back, lucky girls. I am so excited to be back and to be talking to you guys about a very, very important subject today. I am so excited for this episode. I genuinely cannot wait. It has been something that I've been researching. It has been something that I have been living in. I am living proof. I cannot wait to share this with you guys. But first things first, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You might be hearing my voice at a different time than you normally do on a different day. That is right. Here at Lucky Girl Headquarters, we have decided to start uploading our episodes on Wednesday instead of Sunday. It just makes more sense in my life personally, and I like the idea of having this midday pick-me-up for new episodes. So I hope that Wednesday is the perfect day for you guys, and I hope you guys look forward to Wednesday just as much as I do. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about what this episode is about So, you are listening to episode 26, Choosing You, The Power of Self-Love. That is right, girlies. We are finally talking about the topic of self-love. I cannot wait to get into this with you guys. Self-love is something that I have personally been working on for the entirety of my health and wellness and spiritual journey, which has been three years, oh wow, three and a half years, almost four And I have learned a lot in my journey to becoming the ultimate lucky girl and becoming the best version of myself, not the best, becoming my favorite version of myself. And I cannot wait to share that with you guys. Let's go ahead and get our social medias out of the way. If you guys want to follow the podcast Instagram, that is going to be at lucky girl pod. That's L-U-C-K-Y-G-I-R-L. P-O-D. I post our weekly updates. I post our titles. I I love the podcast Instagram. I, I try to make it as cute as possible. I'm really finding our niche within it. I just, I absolutely adore learning and adore growing and I'm learning all about graphic design within this. So it's, it's pretty cool. If you want to follow my personal Instagram or my YouTube, TikTok or Pinterest, I was lucky enough to have all the same handles. So it's going to be at Lexi G Prieto. That's L-E-X-I-G-P-R-I-E-T-O. I got asked this question the other day and it was Lexi, what does the G stand for in your name? Nobody knows my middle name. And I love telling people my middle name because it is possibly the most Southern middle name ever. And I have the most Southern first and middle name combination. It is just the funniest thing ever. Guys, oh my gosh, I'm introducing you to a new version of myself. Guys, my middle name is Jean. I am Lexi Jean. (laughs) I I love telling people that. It's true. My middle name is Jean, G E N E. It's not even the like the cute version to spell Jean. It's like the manly version to spell Jean. It was my grandfather my great-grandfather's name. So, I am Lexi Jean, the most southern belle to ever exist on earth even though I live in California and I have a valley accent. I just I love Lexi Jean. That's just the funniest thing ever. Anyways, let's go ahead and get right into this episode. We are going to start talking about our lucky girl segments for the week 
If you ever wonder why we do these Lucky Girl segments, if you're new here, let me go ahead and explain what these Lucky Girl segments are. So all three of them are to help you guys and myself find the positivity in life. And especially with this topic of self-love, positivity goes hand in hand with self-love and trying to find the joy and better things in life. So we have the weekly recap where I basically just explain to you guys what has been going on in my week. I just, it's just a little girl talk where I get to share with you guys what's going on in the lucky girl's life. I talk about our lucky girl obsession of the week, which it's normally more than just one obsession because I... I love a lot of things and we talk about what has made me feel lucky this week. So let's go ahead and hop right into the weekly recap. I have been doing a ton and I mean a ton of self-work and self-reminding this week. With everything that I was going through in the past month, if you've listened to the past episodes, I I had a rough month last month and I I really I really got put through the ringer and it really tested the foundation of who I am and it made me realize that who I am to my core is someone that I feel like I still need to work on. I know I'm kind and I know I'm passionate and we'll get way more into this in the episode. I know the truths of who I am, but the fact that I let my foundation be shaken by outside sources, by other people, that is something I want to work on. That is something that I I no longer want to have be a problem in the future. If I go through a situation similar in the future, I don't want to have to question who I am. I want to be so firm in who I am that when somebody says something negative or says that I am this person, you are this person, whatever, I can absolutely for a fact be like, no, I'm not. That is not who I am. You are projecting. But so I've been doing a ton of self-work on that and really working on figuring out who I am and being really solidified in it. And self-work is definitely one of the most scary aspects to bettering yourself because you are really finding a you're really digging deep into parts of you that maybe you don't you don't like enough parts of you that you hide. Um, The amazing author Brianna Weist, she refers to those parts that maybe you don't like or maybe that you try to hide that you've been told aren't the best aspects of you she refers to those as shadow selves which i think is very beautiful and they live within you they just live in the shadows because you suppress them and you hide them away and she has some very very wise words to say about that but i have been confronting my shadow selves recently and i have been really working towards bettering myself and realizing that I know I'm not perfect and I have never claimed to be perfect. But with that being said, I know I'm a kind person. I know I'm a good person. On the other side of the coin, I know sometimes I can be angry. I can, you know, I'm human. Sometimes I say things I don't mean, but I am working towards bettering the shadow selves that I don't like and transmuting them into something more beautiful, something that next time, which I feel like I'm very, very proud of. I've already expressed and shown this and I've seen this growth within my life that how I acted, say, okay, then let me give you an example. Something last month, okay, I had this conversation with somebody and they were telling me who I was. They they didn't even give me a chance to be like, they didn't tell me this is how you were acting. This is who you were. They were telling me this and it shook me to my core and it made me really think, well, maybe I am that type of person. Maybe I had done this. Even if 
I was in the wrong in this situation. I, or even if I was in the right in this situation, I was just overthinking everything. I was like, okay, maybe I am just a bad person. Maybe every single thing I've ever thought about myself is a lie. Maybe I'm a fraud. Maybe I'm an imposter. It, it kicked up this imposter syndrome in me to the highest extent. It was so insane. And then I have been doing this self work and this self reminding of who I actually am and the truth of who I am. And now looking back on it, I feel so silly that I let somebody tell me who I am. They don't know who I am. I am the only person in the entire world that deeply knows who I am. And it's the same with you. Outer sources, you can have a best friend that thinks that they know everything about you. They still don't know every single thing about you because the only person that knows that is yourself. So I guess this is your daily reminder to not let people tell you who you are. You know who you are to your core. You just have to work on that. So that's what I've been doing this entire week is really, really, really focusing and remembering who I am and reminding myself that other people cannot tell me who I am. They might have who I am in their minds, their truth, their reality, and that's completely okay. But that is not who I truly, truly am. And that is just something I want to remind you of. And that is something that I've been really, really working on. And we'll get way deeper into it in the episode. But let's move on to our lucky girl obsessions of the week. So I have three lucky girl obsessions. The first one is high vibrational frequencies. If you don't know what high vibrational frequencies are, they are essentially frequencies that you can hear that make your day better. High vibrational frequencies are, they're connected to a, it's a very scientific thing that I'm not incredibly well versed on but they are scientifically proven to make you see things brighter make your day better make you happier it connects to the vibrations in your heart and in your body because as we know the universal law of vibration states that every single thing down to a pebble on the side of the street into humans we all have a vibrational frequency so the vibrational frequency the high vibrational frequencies that you listen to connect to the frequencies in your body and it lifts up, it lifts it up essentially so i have been listening to high vibrational frequencies every single morning when i wake up and get out of bed i immediately journal or i meditate with the high vib- five wow it is definitely a tongue twister with the high vibrational frequencies and it really truly has made a difference in my life like i mean truly deeply every time i listen to it i do feel brighter i feel more excited about what I'm going through in life, what I get to experience, you know, my future, um, bettering myself, this self-growth. I just, it has helped me so much. So I want you to look up on Spotify if you have Spotify. I don't know if it's on Apple Music, but I know for sure on Spotify, there's a lot of playlists that are high vibrational frequencies. Uh, Let me tell you the playlist that I listen to. It is a playlist that somebody else has made. Um, Kaylee Sparks is the creator of the playlist, and it's just called High Vibrational Frequencies. And every time I listen to it, honestly, it makes me feel so much better. So I highly, highly recommend. The second Lucky Girl obsession is fall as a whole. I have been absolutely adoring the fall weather in Southern California. It has been windy and sunny and beautiful and Honestly, I have just been adoring it. We even had a rainy day recently, which if you know me, you know, rainy days are my absolute 
favorite thing in the world when it rains you will catch me outside i will be dancing in the rain i will be sitting and meditating in the rain guys i love rain so much like it's it's my favorite thing and we had a rainy day recently and it was just so exciting to be able to experience that uh the way my room is kind of um set up i guess is my window there's a there's a roof right outside my window so I, the way, okay, hold on. Let me really, really, really explain this. My window outlooks the cityscape of the city I'm in. So I, when it's nighttime, I see all of the lights and I see, I just have the most beautiful view ever. And then there's a roof outside my window. So I open my window, I popped out the screen and I just sit on the roof sometimes and I look up at the beautiful stars and I look at the cityscape and when it was raining, I I did that and I sat in the rain and it was just the most magical, magical, magical time of my life. I just, it's so healing and cleansing and I absolutely adore it. So that is what I love about fall and I'm just so, I love this type of weather I'm very excited to get into our rainy season in California, which is basically like one month of January, but I'm really excited to get into it. And then my last lucky girl obsession is just life in general. I, last month for sure, I remember thinking, is it ever going to get better? Am I ever going to be happy again? I, I even wrote in my journal that I would give anything to just feel content. I don't need, even need to be happy. I just want to feel content. And now I see myself when I wake up in the morning that I'm, I'm more than content. I am content, but I'm more than content. I'm also happy and I'm also excited. And I'm also, you know, I look forward to my days and I look forward to talking to you guys and everything. So I just, I'm just really, really grateful for the life that I live, even though it's hard, even though it's stressful, even though, you know, there's, there's good and bad in everything. I'm just so grateful to live the life that I live. I just, it's something that I constantly remind myself that I'm grateful for. Moving on to our, what has made me feel lucky this week? There are two things that have made me feel lucky this week, and that is time and growth. I am so grateful for time. The fact that we have infinite amounts, the fact that no matter what, time is on our side and time is in our favor. And when something burns out, when the time runs out, that means something new is coming for you. And that's really, really, really exciting. And this growth that I've been going through of really, really solidifying who I am and feeling strong and stable. This is something that I, I, I've never really had to work on because I've always thought that I knew who I was. I always thought that I was so strong in who I was. Nobody can take that away from me. And then that got shattered and I was like, okay, it's time to start at square one. But that is also the most exciting thing is having to restart and I get to re-solidify that. I get to use stronger materials on my foundation And with that being said, let's go ahead and get into this episode. I want to remind you that you are the most powerful being in your life. When you treat yourself with the respect and recognition you deserve, everything falls into place. Alrighty, lucky girls, for this week's episode, we are choosing ourselves and we are building our self-love home. To start off with our self-love home, the way I think about the self-love home, I think of it as the place that your soul lives, right? So it is who we are, 
how we work on ourselves, how we protect our values, and how we give back to the universe. When I was writing this episode, I I was visualizing this house, right? I was visualizing this land, this plot of land that the universe has gifted to every single soul that has been a human on this earth. This plot of land, it's empty, it's barren, there's nothing there. And the universe says, okay, I will give you whatever tools you need to build whatever you want, but you have to build it. I cannot help you build it. I will give you the tools. I will give you the experience. I will give you everything you need, but your hands have to do the work. And that is how I think about self-love. So I decided to help. Let's help each other build our self-love home. So obviously we have to start with the foundation. The foundation is who we are to our core. In order to build a strong and unbreakable foundation, you must get to know yourself and who you are. So for that, I have a lucky girl exercise for us. I want you, if you have the time, if you are able to right now, I want you to get out a pen and a piece of paper. You can do it on your notes app. You can do it wherever you'd like, but I want you to write out I am sentences with explanations behind them. So let me go ahead and grab my examples and I will explain to you how to do this. Okay, so this is what I was talking about in the weekly recap about really solidifying who you are and really working and digging deep to have these definitive sentences of who you are that nobody can take away. So this was the shadow work I did for this episode that I wanted to share with you. We are going to write out I am sentences with a explanation behind it. So for example, the first one I wrote was... I am passionate. No one can take away how passionate I am. It's who I am to my core. And it's just, that's a single sentence. That is a definitive sentence. Nobody can take away how passionate I am. It is who I am to my core. And I wrote in my journal that this is a definitive truth that I am passionate. Does that mean that I am passionate 100% at all times of the day? No, sometimes I, I I don't care about things. Sometimes I'm not passionate about certain things. That doesn't mean I'm not a passionate person. And that doesn't mean that it's not who I am to my core. Another one I wrote is I am an optimist. I will always look for the brighter side. No one can take that away from me. So I want you to end every single sentence with no one can take that away from me. I am an optimist. I look for the brighter side of things every single time. I can literally go through the worst thing possible and be so unhappy and, you know, go through these hard times and I will still look for the brighter side. It is just who I am to my core and I, I, nobody can take that away from me. I wrote four more. I wrote, I am a kind hearted person. I don't like making other people sad. I will always be kind to others. No one can take that away from me. I wrote, I am emotionally intelligent. I am constantly working to learn more about being human and I am able to understand slash manage emotions well. No one can take that away from me. And this one, I underline no one because I have gone through a lot when it comes to being emotionally intelligent and feeling emotionally intelligent and I have gotten that thrown back in my face way too many times. So I really wanted to stand firm that no one can take that away from me. I am beautiful. I am genuinely so pretty. No one can take that away from me. I am magnetic is my final one. 
My energy truly attracts so much. People just want to be near me. No one can take that away from me. When you're writing these I am sentences, I want you to remember that it's not selfish to love yourself. Selfish is when you do something for yourself, even though it will harm other people. That is not what self-love is. Writing these out, I'm not harming anyone by saying that. It is who true who I am truly to my core. So if you have this um, roadblock of every time you feel like you're kind to yourself, you feel like you're being vain or you're being cocky or like whatever, I want you to remind you yourself that you're not hurting anyone by being loving to yourself and valuing yourself. So always remember that being kind to yourself does not mean that you're being vain or you're being, you know, cocky or you're being terrible to other people. And that's something that I've definitely had to work on because I used to be the type of person that if someone would compliment me, I'm like, no, stop it. Like you're lying. I would never know how to accept a compliment and be like, thank you. That's really sweet of you to say. Um, it's the same with myself personally. Every time I thought of something good about myself, I was like, well, I can never say it out loud because people are going to think, oh, she's so vain. She only cares about herself. Like da, 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 whatever. But that's just not the truth. You can have the truth of who you are and still remain a humble and kind person. So I want you to take the time to write out that activity. And I want you to really solidify who you are. Make it things that nobody can take away from you. Even if they tried, even if they came in and told you that like, this is who you are, you can just be like, that's that's not the truth. And I wanted to read to you guys a entry from my journal that I wrote about this subject, actually, that I thought was really, really, really important. I Let me find it right now. I, I actually have two journal entries for this topic that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And my journal is a very, very, very personal thing. So I love you guys so much and I'm very excited to share this with you guys and this is how you know that we are so close and we're best friends because I don't really share my journal with anybody but I wrote this on November 20th 2023 so just a couple days ago I will read pretty much all of it okay life has been looking brighter lately I've been doing a lot of self-reminding on who I am to my core I think I lost her during all that hurt but I'm finding her again She's a beacon of light. I am a beacon of light. My energy radiates positivity and people can't help but be drawn to my light. But I'm learning to build a more stable home for myself. One that is sturdy because it was built on a firm and unbreakable foundation whose supports and walls are unshakable so that when people enter, try as they might, they cannot tear it down. The door will always be open, but the house is impenetrable. Even darkness deserves to see my light. So I'll give grace to everything, but first I'll give grace to myself. I'll forgive myself for the times I dim my light to relate to the dark. I'll forgive myself for letting the darkness make me like them. I'll forgive myself for the things I did wrong. I'll forgive myself for letting other people tell me who I am and believing them. With that being said, I wrote all of that. I was still going through that hurt when I wrote it, and I was just thinking, how silly I felt that I let somebody tell me who I was and I believed them. Like that's just the silliest thing in the entire world. So I wrote this a couple days later um, about recapping about that. And I wrote, that is why I'm constantly working towards bettering myself and gaining knowledge on how to be a good human. 
The more I know, the more I get to share and the more I get to help. I am a mouthpiece for divine timing. I think the bravest thing I've ever done is make a conscious and continuous effort to grow. It is genuinely so hard and scary to be committed to learning and admitting when you're wrong and look into the darkest parts of you that you hate and kiss their cheek and tell them you'll love them. But first they must hold your hand into the light. It is scary to come face to face with the bad parts of you and not give up. Working to better myself has taught me so much recently. It has taught me that one, I don't need to shout my successes for people to see. As long as I see them, that's all that matters. Two, kindness is free and easy to give. Three, when the room is spinning with negativity, be the positive standstill. Four, just because negative emotions live in you doesn't make you a bad person. It's what you do with them when faced with challenges that determine who you are. And five, it's admitting when you handled a situation poorly and knowing that when you're faced with a similar situation, you'll try to handle it better. I wrote, all this knowledge that I've gained will be used for good. I'm working to transmute the negative energies of my past to more important positive ones. I am incredibly proud of myself. So with those two journal entries, I just wanted to remind you that in the moment, whenever you're feeling something, whenever you feel like whenever you feel like something is shaking in your life and you feel like it might fall down, maybe it's not strong enough. I want to remind you that you have the tools, you have the power to make it stronger, to make it unbreakable. You just have to be firm in who you are and not let people take that away from you. Because when you start off, the only thing that you have is yourself and the only thing you have in the end will also be yourself so let yourself be the guide point let it be a locus for who you truly are don't let outside worlds tell you who you are because the only person that knows who you are is yourself so now that we have that foundation built you have your i am sentences you have who you truly are to your core that no one can take away it is time to work on the walls and this is how we work on ourselves so in order to build a sturdy home, you have to be willing to rebuild stronger and better. So the question I have for yourself is, what are you doing to better yourself? I want you to really think about what you do daily to work on yourself, to better yourself. Do you just coast through life or do you actually truthfully want to grow as a human and want to better yourself? So I... I want you to really, truly start investing in yourself. Something that I found out recently that I really, truly, deeply enjoy is that everything is an investment. I wrote, I talked, we talked about this either in the last episode or the episode before this about how investing in people, it was the last episode. We talked in the last episode about reality shifting and how you have to start looking at everything as a question of investment. And that is still truthful and something that I carry with myself every single day that whenever I'm questioning a friendship or I'm questioning my job, I'm questioning my living situation, I'm questioning whatever I am, I start to think, Am I making an investment out of this? What am I what am I getting out of this essentially? Because at the end of the day, your life is yours alone and you should be gaining something from every single situation. So, for friendships, am I gaining positivity? Am I gaining light? I think that people often forget that friendship is something that needs to be gained. 
It's not something that should be given freely. It is something that for me personally, how you gain my, my friendship is being a kind individual. It is by feeling like a safe space to me. It is being a confidant and me trusting you that when I tell you things, you don't judge me and you make me feel seen and you overall the biggest thing you guys know my biggest biggest pet peeve in life something that I hate more than anything is when people make me feel small and so in friendships you make me feel big you make me feel kind and I think a lot of the times people forget that you have to gain that you have to understand that things take time to have that friendship and when you lose that friendship which some people might lose that friendship you don't just get it back automatically it's just it's just not how that works. So I want you to think of everything as an investment. I want you to write out your non-negotiables. And we talked about this in the last episode, so you might have already written them. But I want you to write out your non-negotiables for friendships, relationships, your job, every aspect of your life. What are things that if somebody comes in and gives you like a eh, halfway decent thing, would you accept it? Or would you wait for the next thing that's going to give you something better, that is going to be your non-negotiables, that is going to live up to your expectations? And I, I saw a really good TikTok explaining it, and I'll try to remember how she explained it. But it's this essentially is your relationship with the universe. The universe, you're at a swap meet. The universe is selling wares at a table, right? So there's cups and, you know, everything that you wanted. The way the universe works is... They're going to cut, try to cut a bargain. So they're going to give, there's everything on the table. There's some really good things and there's some eh things that you'd accept, but you should probably wait for something better. So you walk up to the table and you start to bargain. I want that cup. And the universe says, you can have that cup, but mm, there's a tiny chip in it. There's just a tiny chip, but that's okay, right? Like you, you'll still take it and it's less expensive. You, you, you take it. Would you accept it or would you think, no, I don't want the tiny chip in the cup. I want a perfect cup. How about I get that cup? That cup looks perfect. He said, "Mm, that cup is perfect, but it's really, really, really out of your price range. Like you'll break the bank for that. I don't think you'll want that, but you can get it if you want it. If it's, if it's yours and you think, "Mm, maybe it's not the perfect cup if it's not everything that I wanted. Okay, so scratch out. You now know you don't want a chip in your cup and you want one that's in your price range. You see a cup you think is the most perfect cup. This is the cup for you. There's no chips in the cup. It's in your price range. It's beautiful. I want that cup. And the universe is like, you want that cup? Okay. However, you are going to have to work for that cup because see, somebody else wanted to buy that cup. And... I, you know, I, I promised it to somebody else. So you, you're going to have to work for that cup. Are you willing to work for that cup? Do you want to work for that? Is that your perfect cup? Or are you wanting to wait for something better for something that will come to you because it is meant to be? So are you willing to wait? Are you willing wait to wait to maybe see if the buyer no longer wants it? It's, it's a, just a very, very thorough situation where you are essentially reminding yourself that you can wait for something better and better will come. You will eventually see the better. And how I think of it is all of these 
cups on the table. Maybe it's a little overwhelming at first when you see so much, but then you wait and you take your time and people are buying the things that they want and they're taking the cups off the table that are not yours, that are not meant to be. And, you know, it's getting smaller. It's getting clearer. You're seeing, okay, I'm seeing the cups that are about are right for me, that I need. And it's exactly how life is. When you declutter your life, when you start really working on yourself, you declutter your brain, you declutter, you know, everything that is harmful to yourself and you work towards really setting a list of what is good and what is bad in your life and you work towards letting go of the bad and reprogramming it into something better, that is when your walls start to become so firm. So three ways that you can invest in yourself is body movement, walking and stretching. Today, I went on a walk to a market near my house and it was such a good walk. And I was just listening to Taylor Swift on the way and it was so much fun. And it felt so good. I felt so energized and excited about my day. The second way is mind movement, journaling and reading. I have been obsessively reading 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weiss. And it is so good. I am absolutely obsessed with it, guys. And I I do have something that I want to talk to you guys about it in that in the book, but we'll get in more into that. The third way is soul movement, meditation and nature and just connecting to yourself and connecting to your soul. So as long as you move your body, your mind and your soul, then you are in the right place for your walls to be firm and your walls to be steady. And that is moving into our third, which is the roof. And this is how we protect our values. This one I was really excited to talk about. In order to keep our values safe, we must be mindful of what threatens it. So this is the Brianna Weiss quote that I really wanted to share with you guys. Let me go ahead and find it for you guys right now. Okay, so this quote finds me pretty much every time I need it, which is kind of funny. But the quote is this, your new life is going to cost you your old one. It's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction. It's going to cost you relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. It doesn't matter. The people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side. You're going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actually move you forward. Instead of being liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of being understood, you're going to be seen. All you're going to lose is what was built for the person you no longer are. Remaining attached to your old life is the first and final act of self-sabotage, and releasing it is what we must prepare for to truly be willing to see real change. I love that quote. It comes back to me every single time I need it, I see it. Like, I had just recently bought hardcovers of both 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think and The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss, which is what where that quote came from, and... I was reading a bit of both and I saw the quote and I was like, "Mm, exactly what I needed to hear. And I've heard that quote before and I've seen it and I've taken heart to it, but it always comes back to me. So I just want you to understand that exactly is what you're supposed to be when you're living in the moment and you are realizing that absolutely everything is transitory and bad things will leave eventually you're really realizing that this is how we protect our values is knowing that everything in the moment is truthful, but it might not last forever. So I wanted to talk once again about the law of vibration. If you don't know, everything is energy. Each object has its own vibrational frequencies. 
the higher the frequency, the lighter, the more positive it is. The lower the frequency, the darker, the more negative it is. It's pretty self-explanatory. Vibrations cannot be made, but they can be transformed and transmuted. They can be transformed into something brighter, something better. I wanted to read to you guys a, it was kind of a list of the bad, the um, low frequencies into high frequency emotions. So it's kind of like a radio. You can tune it to be something better. But once again, as we were talking about like the wares of picking the perfect cup for yourself that the universe wants, I also want you to think of it like tuning as well. So you tune into a radio station and you can kind of hear the music, but it's really staticky. You can just let it let it sit there and you can be like, okay, whatever, at least I can kind of hear the music. Or you can take the time to tune it more finely, work on yourself, work on the things you want to change, actually change them, do the hard work, and you can tune it till you hear clarity. And that's the same with emotions. So some low vibrational emotions are guilt, fear, anger, pride, desire, um, shame. I'm not saying all of these all the time are always negative. Sometimes it's good to have that. But for me, for example, okay, anger. I had realized during the situation I went through in October that I have an angry side to myself. And when I get really, really, really hurt, I can lash out and be angry and I can say things that I don't mean. And that is something that I am not proud of. And that is something that is very human, but is something I want to work on. So I am constantly working towards transmuting that angry energy into acceptance, into reasoning. I I accept that, yes, I was angry in the moment and I validate that anger because what I went through, it would have made anyone else angry. So I accept that and I validate that. But I also have reasoning that I don't like the way it makes me feel when I'm an angry person. I'm not an angry person very often. So when I am angry, I don't know how to react and I don't know how to act accordingly. I don't know how to work through that. So I am learning to reason and I'm learning to work through that. And transmuting that angry energy into acceptance and reasoning has brightened my ideas so much. It has made me see that while I do validate being angry and you know, it made sense that I was angry at the time. There was reasonings for it. Next time I go through a situation similar or whatever, next time I won't be as angry. And next time I will learn to come headfirst in reasoning and acceptance instead of being so angry and being hurt. I want to work on peace and enlightenment, which is also a very high vibrational frequency. So with that being said, I want you to Every time you're going through a situation where you have these negative emotions, I want you to work, sit, sit down and work through them. If you think that these are meant to be, or if you need a second to really work through them and become more positive and you can transmute them, you can work through them. It's just like a radio station. You just have to take the time to dial it to the perfect radio station so you can hear it clearly. When we find our values and live in them, likeness will be attracted. Everything in your life is a reflection of your own vibrational frequencies. So if you are negative, if you are hateful, if you're mean to people, everything else in life is also going to be like that. Your life will be good when you are good. And it's also because you will see your life in a new lens, in a brighter way. You will be seeing kindness and you'll be seeing, you know, apathy and just absolute joy. It just takes time and you have to be willing to take the time. 
When things leave, I want you to know that it's for the best. It's because your frequencies no longer align. And it's so hard to watch things leave, but it is absolutely meant to be. You are meant to let it go. The final thing I wanted to talk about is the decoration for our home. It is how we give back to the universe. What you give is what you get. In order to truly make this home one that is safe and strong, you must practice selflessness. Self-love's secret key is that it's not always about yourself. And that's so hard to hear because self-love has been put in our brains. We have been brainwashed to think that self-love is only ever about ourselves. But as I had just said, how you get what you get in life, what you are giving to the universe, you are getting back. And that is an act of self-love. So if you are constantly giving kindness and grace and mindfulness to other people, even if you feel like they don't deserve it, even if they've wronged you in situations, give them the grace you have. And that is what I want to say. You don't have to give them complete, complete grace. You don't have to work and kill yourself to give them grace. Give them what you have in your capacity. When you're going through hard times, give what you can in your capacity. You don't have to give everything. You know, some people might not feel like it's enough ever. You can give and give and give and give and give. And people will still say that you're a terrible person because you didn't give enough, even though you gave everything you have. But it's not their choice to make. If you burn yourself out for one singular person, your light is stolen from so many others. It's just like going back to the situation that I went through of this person telling me that what I, who I am is not who I actually was, you know, and telling me that I was a fraud and I'm a liar, whatever. I had given them all the grace that I had in my capacity. I had given them my, them my reasoning and my love that I had in that capacity. And they still thought it wasn't enough. And they still told me that I'm not who I say I am because I didn't give them the, the grace that they thought they deserved when I gave them everything I had in my capacity. And that is just how life is in general. When you're going through stuff and people don't align with you anymore, of course, of course, of course, they're going to think that they deserve more and it's going to be saying the opposite way. There are going to be times when you think you deserve so much more. You deserve a reason. You deserve an explanation. When in reality, maybe you just deserve peace in getting over the situation and working through it. So I want to remind you to not burn yourself out for only one person because that means nobody else is going to get your light if you're burnt out because it's going to take a really long time to build yourself up again. So when all four fixtures are sturdy, not even the strongest winds or the most treacherous storms can ever, ever shake you. I have one last lucky girl assignment that I wanted to walk out with you guys. And I wanted you guys to work on this until the next episode. And this is going to be a kind of a time consuming one because I want you guys to be really, really, really thorough with it. Okay. So this lucky girl assignment is I want you to write a letter to yourself as if you're writing to a best friend. I want you to tell her all about the amazing things that you have that has been happening in your life. I want you to talk about a new home you just moved into. Talk about the vibes. Talk about how it makes you feel to be safe, to have a roof over your head. Talk about how you made the foundation. Talk about it as if they have no idea what's going on in your life. Talk about all the positive ways that you have been committed to self-love. Really, truly, deeply explain it to this person as if they're your best friends, right? 
And then I want you to sign your name. I want you to seal it. And I want you to just definitely meditate and think on it and think of all the positivity in your life and how you're going to give that back and how you're going to gain it and how you're going to keep it being consistent. It's going to be a cycle of positivity. Don't let yourself burn out and run away from this positivity. I really deeply, truly love self-love and I love working on it, but it is one of the harder things to do in life because once again, as I was saying, you have to look deep, deep, deep inside yourself. And that's hard. That's really hard work, but you can do it lucky girls, because as we all know, we are the most powerful things in the entire world. I hope this episode helped you guys out and I hope you gained something from my ramblings. I love you guys so much. I want to remind you that you are powerful and magnetic. And when you're most connected, all the things you wish for are begging to be yours. That is the Lucky Girl Manifestation of the day. I love you guys so much. I hope you have the best week of your life. I will see you next Wednesday for a new episode. I want you to remember to always, always, always stay lucky.